Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of High Rolling Bets. And I'm your guy today, Caleb Bauer. We've got a full slate of things to talk about today. Wanted to get this podcast out since today is the eve of the NFL season. That's right, the NFL season begins tomorrow night as the Kansas City Chiefs will take on the Houston Texans in a rematch game of the divisional round of the playoffs last year. Uh, the Chiefs were down 24-0 last year. The playoffs came all the way back to win. They came back to win in all their playoff games, including the Super Bowl. So this is a much-anticipated game uh, for the Chiefs and Texans. I'm taking the Chiefs. Just go ahead and let you know right now. Uh, I've been fooled by the Texans in years past. I think every single year I'm high on the Texans. I love the Texans. I used to love the Texans until they traded DeAndre Hopkins, uh, arguably the league's best wide receiver, uh, so for that reason alone, I'm betting against the Texans all year probably. And I like the Indianapolis Colts in that division for a future bet. Uh, but anyways, I took a little break from the podcast. I uh, had to get out and do some things. Caught a stingray last weekend on the beach. And so just kind of enjoying myself. Took a little break from the gambling. Uh, I got into a little bit of a rut uh, the past couple weeks. Basically, I was so high on my horse winning bet after bet that I kind of got carried away and lost some of the, my winnings, uh, but don't panic. We're all good here. Uh, I'm still doing pretty good. I'm still above the even mark in my my account, uh, but it is the dog days of summer, as they say. Weird things happening in baseball. You can't always count on the, the high favorites to win every single night for you, and that's kind of where I got carried away, uh, but thankfully last night, uh, a parlay of mine hit the L.A. Dodgers and Slam Diego Padres uh, win a parlay for me to make everything okay. And it was a rough game for the Dodgers, not so much for the Padres. Padres won against the Rockies 14-5, to so that game was fine. But the Dodgers, man, they were down 6-3. It was about midnight last night. They were down 6-3, and I was like, you know, what the heck. I'm just going to turn it on my phone and just see if they can, you know, come back a little bit, see if they can – Suck me back in. Sure enough, they tie the game 6-6. to The game goes to extra innings, and the Dodgers explode four runs in the top of the 10th inning, only for Kenley Jansen, the uh, Dodgers closer, who is known as being a really good closer, gives up three runs. So all of a sudden, it's 10-9. to But thank goodness they get the final out, and my parlay hits, and I'm I'm doing fine. Let's just say, we'll just say that we're doing fine. But... Like everyone else, I'm excited for the NFL season as a fan. I'm in two fantasy leagues, so I've got a, a ton of stuff on the table. But like I said, the NFL has been uh, kind to me when it comes to betting on these games. So really looking forward to it. Don't have to rely on baseball anymore. Uh, the NBA playoffs have been exciting as I've been advertising. The Miami Heat go on to beat the Milwaukee Bucks uh, last night to close out that series. And that was a great future win for me. Uh, I put a little bit on the Heat to win that series. They were huge underdogs, and end up winning that series four to one pretty easily. So watch out for the Miami Heat. A lot of people are on them now. A lot of people are picking them. So it kind of makes me nervous when uh, when my pick that's kind of low key becomes like the the norm uh, for the media. But I'm still gonna roll with the Heat. Uh, I have them in a future I made during quarantine to win the Eastern Conference. So. I don't have to bet on them really much anymore. Just kind of sit back and watch to see if they can win the next series as they will take on the winner of the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors. 
Uh, that game is tonight. Celtics up 3-2. In the West, we've got the Clippers and the Nuggets. Uh, Clippers are up 2-1 in that series. I think the Clippers should handle that series pretty easily. Uh, Clippers are weird because they'll come out and play like the best team in the league, and then the next night they kind of disappear. Uh, that's kind of why the Nuggets won that one game. But, you know, I think the Clippers will win. Um, now for the series between the Lakers and Rockets, that one's hard to bet on. You've got two polar opposite teams basically playing each other, but it has been fun. Lakers win that game last night to extend their lead in the series. They are only up 2-1, to one, uh, so that one will be a tough finish. I'm sure the Rockets will probably pull out another win with their small ball mentality because their small ball and three-point shooting, um, if they're going in, they're going to win. If the threes don't go in, they're not going to win. Simple as that. So for the Lakers, I think they can handle business. They get Rajon Rondo back, and uh, Rondo had, I think, 17 points last night uh, in his first game back or second game back. Uh, so that's a huge addition for the for the Lakers. Uh, so that's kind of what's going on in the NBA bubble right now. Uh, the Miami Heat get a, a much-needed rest uh, after sweeping the Pacers and only playing five games against the Bucks. Uh, so they are high, highly rested and will be for the next series. Uh, so you know, NBA playoffs are in full force right now. They're about to finish up, honestly. Uh, MLB is 40 games in now out of 60. So... The MLB season will be finishing up pretty soon as well, before you know it. Uh, so this all makes great progress for the NFL season to kind of take over the sports world, and that's kind of what we'll, we'll be talking about today. Um, having a guest on finally, my guy Isaac. Uh, Isaac's the one who got me into gambling and betting on sports. So he's got a story to tell, and I can't wait for that. So this is High Rolling Bets. It was 175 to win 525 66. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that would have been a haul right there. Bro, and I was one game away, bro. That's the part that's aggravating about it. Yeah, I remember because you, you sent it to me and I was like, okay, I'll ride it with you. I only put 10 on it, but. Right. I mean, it was so weird. The, the whole way it unfolded, you could tell we were in a pandemic because, like, I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks, they didn't even play at first. And then, oh, like, yeah. they got reasonable. And, like, they, they ended up winning that game. Anyway, so I was yeah. just like, wow, all I would have needed was that one Cub win, and they blew it. I want to say yep. they were the they were the second game that night. The White Sox won. Then mm -hmm. the Cubs lost. The Dodgers won. But it was already over by that point. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, well, game tomorrow doesn't mean anything because the Cubs lost. <laughs> yeah, I've lost one to the Cubs, too. I remember that, that Bucks game. That was during the uh, like a protest. They were going to forfeit the game. Yeah, they uh, were. And I was I was hella worried about that. I was like, don't <laughs> let them forfeit the ball game. Like, if they blow my parlay like this, I will be bitter for the end of time. Like, <laughs> that would have been the most unlucky thing ever. Uh, luckily, I mean, no. it was really unlucky when I looked at the TV and I was like, what do you mean the Bucks aren't playing? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, so talking about the Cubs, like, that's the thing about baseball. You just never really know. Even if, if it's a good pitcher on the mound, you know, they can still lose. And that's kind of what we've experienced uh, so far this year. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think it's even more, you know, now it's this season in particular is making it more of a of a big deal where you have to find a team that's good at both. You can't even yeah. find a team that's just a really good pitching team because the Nationals are a great pitching team, but they can't hit. That's so, true. I mean, look at, you look at that and you're like, they're six games out of first, but look at their run differential. It's not that bad, but they're just six games out of first <laughs> because they can't hit. <laughs> Yeah. And when they when they tie the game, the bullpen blows it. 
So it's like yep. their margin for error is razor thin. That's, That's true. I think the Dodgers are a good team to trust this year because they have a really great bullpen and they have a, a really good starting staff. I don't think anybody has a great starting pitching staff this year other mm-hmm. than possibly you look at Oakland might be the best starting pitching staff. And that's really just because they, they bridged that gap with the bullpen pretty well. That's true. And the Dodgers are very trustworthy. I mean, uh, when I need a win, you know, I'll put a lot on the Dodgers because, uh, you know, I got Kershaw and Bueller, uh, Dustin May. He's really good. Yeah. Um, I know you don't like the Padres. They're in the same division as the Dodgers. Well, but. you know, I had to – okay. Now, I wasn't taking them seriously. And then about <laughs> about two weeks ago, I saw that Tatis was on the leaderboard for home runs. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they were actually in the race somewhat. And they actually are probably going to make the playoffs because this year's format is like, unless you're like playing as bad as, say, the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to be a Met killer, but they cost me a lot of money. So, you know, I'm not exactly a huge fan of them right now. I'm not even, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not too down with them right now. And I'm not too down with the Cubs just because they can't win on the road. If they the Cubs proved me they could win on the road, I would I would put so much money on them. It would be ridiculous. Like, yeah, because they've been winning the, games. They can't win away from Wrigley. That's true. Like the Cubs won like eight games in a row. I probably got about five of them, and then they lose like just about as many in a row right after that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, is pod- that a mental thing? Because that's been happening since last year. I mean, yeah. we, you, me, and you talked about this last season. Going yeah. into the end with the Rockers, even we were coming to the ball talking about, hey, are the Cubs actually going to win a road series? Like, <laughs> you went to Pittsburgh, and I was telling you, I was bagging on the Pirates, like, ah, oh, yeah. it's the Pirates. Surely they'll handle them. Yeah. And then they like, I swept by the Pirates. Like, like how do you explain that? <laughs> See, that's why I don't like betting against the Pirates, uh, the Tigers, the Diamondbacks, because they just, they'll find a way to win. Like, they're so desperate for a win. One team out of those three, I'll tell you, I have no fear betting against right now is the Dodgers because they're so bad this year. Yeah. Like, it's not even – they got rid of their closer bad. Like, they're bad. (laughs) Like, they're going to be bad for a while bad. Yeah. And they – now they're 2-19 and in the last 21 games. So, I mean – I mean, they traded Archie Bradley to the Reds. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then – Archie Bradley got traded. Then they went around. They traded uh, Marte. Yeah, he hit a home run like the first day he was with the Marlins. So. Yeah, I don't know why they broke up. They're brothers, right? The Marte brothers? No, they're not. They just oh, have okay. the same last name, which is weird. Because oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, why would they trade away the brother? <laughs> that's that's not even a common last name. Like usually you see yeah. a lot of Rodriguez, Martinez, Davis, you know, yeah, Johnson, common yeah. names. Well, the last thing about baseball I was gonna say was like, you can get to this pattern. At least I do. Like. So I'm gonna bet on the Braves like every game. Like I just I'm a diehard fan, but like if they lose a game, I'm like, okay, well they're gonna win the next game, and then you get to the cycle, you just keep losing. Basically, that's been me this past week because they've lost several in a row now, and it's a dangerous thing to get into because you're just chasing them, and you know people say you shouldn't chase a team. I'll tell you from firsthand experience. Like I don't know if you remember, I want to say last season, or if it wasn't last season, it was the year before last season. The Dodgers. They started out the year so bad. I think they were like eight games that. out of first after like the yeah. first two months, three months of the season. We, me and my dad were kind of thinking because we're like, dude, we're never eight games out of first in September. Yeah. And then we went on that run and we ended up. And you remember we went to the wild card game mm-hmm. with the uh, Rockies, right? We had that tiebreaker game. If you remember that year. Yeah, I remember. 
That was wild, man, because you just we don't. We beat the Rockies, and then we end up going to the World Series. But it's a rare occasion when you have a team that's that hot. Like, the Nationals and the Dodgers yeah. are the only two teams that have been playing so badly, yeah. like, the whole first half, and then just can switch almost immediately. That's true. Like, it doesn't true. really happen too often. The Braves are kind of like a half team, too. Yeah, that's for sure. So, I'm not going to worry too much about the Braves because their division is kind of weak other than the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you look at the, the, the national scary only where's there's pitching right now. I'm scared of the Marlins, though. I didn't think I'd say it, but, I mean, they're 500, and they're only a few games back. And They have a really good bullpen. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Yankees But I've lost. noticed when they play teams, like, with more firepower, they struggle to navigate lineup. Like, the Cubs, they, yeah. they got bludgeoned by the Cubs this year, I think. Yeah. But then you've got teams like the Yankees who've lost. I mean, last I year they got smacked by the Cubs. They got smacked by the uh, Dodgers, but uh-huh. the Dodgers smack a lot of people, so. <laughs> That's for sure. At least lately. The Braves, the, Braves, the Dodgers, the, the Padres, those three teams, I'd say, are the cream of the crop right now. It, and I give the Padres all the credit. They deserve it. I mean, right. if they wouldn't have went like, right nose-to-nose nose with the Dodgers, I would be like, oh, they suck. But, like, they, <laughs> they played us in some competitive games over the last couple seasons. So they my respect, you know. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I have to I want them to win. <laughs> Except yeah. at night, of course. I have the Padres, the White Sox, the Dodgers, and uh what was the fourteen I told you, Caleb? Uh oh, Toronto yeah. against the one and a half. Which there's no way that Toronto shouldn't cover one and a half, you imagine. Like I mean uh, that's a, the I Yankees have been playing so badly they shouldn't win games at all. They'll win by one run. That's the thing, man. The Yankees like I can't figure it out because going into the season, I thought they were the best team in the league, and then I can't keep track of how many games they've lost in a row now. So I can't, I can't it's decide. Twenty-one out of twenty-two, or something like that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They haven't won a series in like three weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, who would have thought the Yankees would be this bad? Especially considering they have Garrett Cole and they still have decent pitchers. They're yeah. still kind of healthy. It's not like everybody's out. Like it's like you have no and no judge, but DJ still in there. They got Torres back. And I don't know if you saw yesterday's game, but they scored once yesterday. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the rest of the guys are still good, so it shouldn't be that much of a difference. I mean, that's the mental thing that you have to have those guys line up, or else we can't win. Yeah. Because last year they 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 dominated the field last year with limited people. Yeah. I mean, that's kind, of, that's kind of my point I mean, right now. The Padres now. are good, ball, though. That Clevenger move was sneaky good. I think the Indians are kind of idiots in a way for doing that because you can overestimate your starting pitching psalms, and I think they overestimate what they have. Other than Bro, I don't think the rest of the are that good, personally. I think yeah. Bieber is the stout, and everybody else is kind of two steps behind him, basically. Uh-huh. And then the Indians, they're tied. Look at Bieber. Look at his strike numbers. They're, they're through the roof. Oh, yeah. He's on my fantasy team. I know all about that. <laughs> Like, I, mean, I don't know what why. is he striking out average of ten guys a night, something like that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, it, it really is crazy. So it doesn't make sense to me because if you're the Indians, you know they're tied with the White Sox and the third team, and that it's wins. Division. It's wins. all like a the log jam for one the top yeah. spot, and everybody else is gonna get the last two. Basically. Yeah. So why would you? But trade? would you rather be like that wild card team that has to play a series to tuned up for the divisional round? Because I'm like, if I'm a wild card team, I'd rather have that that intensity didn't have to sound for four days. Wait, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 
Like, especially in a pandemic season, like, your rhythm and time be really screwed from, like, having half a week off of baseball. And it's already been, like, you've seen some of the mental mix that have happened in games. I would have had one and a half, four days off of sleep. That's, that's a good point. I mean, you can debate that, but I guess we'll see what happens at the end. I mean, if, but could you say the Dodgers might have been even a part of that? Because they were so far ahead at the end of the season that we didn't have any of that intensity in Nationals and Braves yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah, I think you see that in all the sports, like even football. Like, it was like y'all's games meant everything up until last week of the season. Yeah, Because the East I, is a division like that. You're going to have games that are meaningful up until probably that last, next to last year of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably why the Nationals. And the Dodgers, they ran away with the division. Now, this is going to be tight. I'd say mm-hmm. the Dodgers will probably win it halfway last week of the season. They'll probably clinch the division. They'll probably be that Wednesday or that Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Padres are right on us. They're one and a half back, and they're not going anywhere. But Colorado is bad. They're somehow in the race. They're still bad. If the Phillies would have started better, they probably would have blown the blown the Rockies out of this already. So. And the Rockies are I'm another team. Like the National League East and West of the cream of the crop, and the Cubs only team worth anything in the Central. Yeah. The well, Brewers can't do thing. Yeah, Brewers are done. They're done. They're done. The Cardinals have a better, much better shot. I mean, you know I'm a big believer, too. I had that bandwagon at the end of September last year when they got hot. I think they were yeah. going to make the playoffs. Hey, look, they're going to have a run, dude. Dude, every summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's pretty much baseball for you right there. Uh, if you don't mind moving on, I'm really pretty excited for the NFL tomorrow, man. Finally. Oh, man. Texans, eight eight twenty, right? Yeah, Chiefs Texans. Yeah, eight twenty. Uh, right now, the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half points. Uh, I kind of like that. I think I don't see any reason why reasonable. they can't they That's can't reasonable. win by more than one touchdown. A touchdown, the field goal. I mean, I don't see why not. The Texans don't have yeah, I mean, DeAndre look at Hopkins. Texas defense. They can't stop ass anyway. So yeah. Plus, it's the first game of the season. I mean, I guess they're going based on the last the last year's playoff game. I feel like the Texans, that was a game that they kind of threw away. Like, they oh, could have yeah. went for it and been aggressive them way earlier. Because I'm like, out. if you got Mahomes on the other side, why would you be passive in a football game like that? That's Bill O'Brien, man. So I don't like the Texans. Like, I used to like them. And then this man, their coach, Bill O'Brien, just does the dumbest things, man. He did like a fake punt or something like that. He just screwed it all up. <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you lose a 24 to nothing game? Like, I don't care who's who you're playing. Well, my thing is, why are you why are you being complacent, lead the lead at twenty to zero and punt the ball away when you could put away Mahomes immediately and go to yeah. thirty on the well, road? He punted it, and then the next time they got the ball is fourth down, and they fake punted it and didn't get it. So you're just a double whammy. Makes no sense, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess that nine and a half is perfectly reasonable, and given who's on the other coaching, Eddie yeah. Reid is far better coach than O'Brien. It's not oh, even close. not even close. He's probably the best in the game right now. I mean, everyone. I mean, loves he had undermanned but... teams with this who got further than the Texans did. Yeah. I mean, Belichick beats everybody, so there's no personal there. That's true. I mean, Belichick is beating beating Carroll. He's beaten um, Mike Tomlin. He's beaten mm-hmm. Bill Cower. I mean, you go through this. He's been beating everybody. You would consider to be one of the goat coaches. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, like, well, or uh, in that conversation of a GOAT coach. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're talking about him, let's go to the, I mean, the, Pat, the Pats game. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins will be starting uh, Fitzpatrick instead of Tua. 
And uh, as everyone knows, Cam Newton will be – well, supposedly starting that game. I think I think Belichick is just kind of uh, hiding that fact of that. But, yeah, there's I mean, no way the Pats shouldn't win that game, honestly. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Against Fitzpatrick and Bill, Belichick is a defensive Yeah, I wouldn't think they lose that game with Cam's quarterback. It, it, maybe with Brady, if, you, if you're trying to protect him in the pocket too much and he yeah. throws interceptions, you know, because Minka Fitzpatrick was there last year. Mm-hmm. In that game, I could have seen them lose, but not, it, not, not this year. Not this, this is a year. whole if new. If played that game, I, the Dolphins might have a chance, though. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe at later. Least beat the spread, make it a two or three game. Yeah, maybe later in the season when Tua gets the job, they could win that game. But you know, Cam Newton in a new place. This is his revenge year. I think the Patriots are going to, you know, allow him to succeed. So I think I'll take the Pats on that six and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there are going to be a lot of bets I make against the Redskins. Well, I can't even call. Uh, Excuse me, the Washington <laughs> football team. Because oh, yeah. you don't go. have an identity and you don't have any fans, <laughs> it's a bad recipe for a season, I feel. And you, you like, I just feel like they're going to be so bad. The Bengals so? Well, the Bengals like are the not first good. game is going to be a nightmare, you know. Exactly. What he's and, going against Ingram and he's going against Bosa. Exactly. And he's got to do Isaiah Simmons, too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And plus with Tyrod Taylor, I think that's exactly what the Chargers – that's what they wanted. They wanted a mobile quarterback. They got rid of Phillip Rivers. Like, they're going to be good. I think that's exactly what they want. Well, I think even, even if they – the Herbert route, I think you would both both are on the Herbert based on what happened in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I mean, he basically carried that team to a win. Defense couldn't stop anything Johnson did. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably bring him in slowly, like let Tyrod, you know, win a couple games and then see what happens, I guess. How's this Fitz Magic uh, thing last? You give it about two weeks till they make it to a move, maybe three. <laughs> Honestly, I'm shocked they didn't just go ahead and say two. It was a starter, but I mean, yeah, I'll give it a couple weeks, I guess. Yeah, I just don't understand the the, the thinking. Like, there are no fans here, and there aren't going to be any for a while. So you would think at least you'd put two in there to get him some experience, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, you're I not mean... trying to sell tickets at this point because there ain't no tickets to sell. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's just kind of like. But at the okay. same time, I guess because the game is on the road, you feel starting Fitzpatrick, right? Yes, yeah, that, and I, I can kind of respect him just because he's a veteran, and I mean, Fitz, what they call him, Fitch Magic. <laughs> yeah, his so. his magic lasts for about four weeks, and then it's gone. That. Yeah, maybe that's why they're doing that. They're just gonna let him. <laughs> maybe five. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they want to get it in one for Tua, right? And then they're like, okay, move to Tua. So two has to yeah. win thirteen games to get I us mean, to the division crown because the Bills are going to buy twelve. You'd imagine. Yeah. They're going to win twelve games easily. That division is terrible, aside from New England. Yeah, but even New England. I you mean, the Bills really defense. Is nasty. Yeah, the Bills. Bills but you think about the up. Bills can win a defensive game this year probably too, and they have Stephon Diggs yeah. and for Howland to throw to. Yeah, that's dangerous. I mean, Diggs is going to be an X factor for that team. They had big receiver, that big possession receiver, like they have now. That's true. They've never really had a receiver like him. Who was their best receiver last year? Cole Beasley. <laughs> Cole Beasley. Or <laughs> uh, John Brown. Like I don't. <laughs> Cole. I don't know. Cold Cole. That's what I call him. Cold Cole. He's good. Well, Cole was nice. I mean, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he enjoyed the Dallas on face and beating up on us. You know, that oh, was a th- nightmare. On oh, Thanksgiving? I was, at, I was at work watching that game, Caleb. This <laughs> never was even a game. 
Bro, I put a I put a decent amount on the Bills. That was a great win. It was plus money too. Yeah, I remember because you were rubbing. <laughs> you were like, "Hey, I told the Bills are gonna two guys." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know," <laughs> because their defense is better. Like, I feel like every time Cowboys play defensive teams here, they lost. Like every time. Yeah. The Bears we lost. The Steelers we lost. The Bills. The Eagles. The list goes on. Yeah, dude. Cowboys better do better this year because that was pathetic last year. Did you take them over the nine? Because I took the Cowboys over nine. I think ten is perfectly realistic this season. All right, so that was the very much condensed version of the interview I had with my friend Isaac. Uh, I had to cut about 30 to 45 minutes from the interview itself. Uh, We could have talked all day about sports. Uh, But anyways, uh, to close out the podcast today, like to give my daily picks and got a few for you take it or leave them I'm going to go with the Braves tonight as they get their rematch against the Marlins second baseman Ozzy Albies will be back in the lineup he's missed most of the season but his wrist is back and healthy so for that reason alone I gotta take the Braves as if I wasn't going to take them anyways but uh, moving along the Orioles will be taking on the Mets and I love betting against the Mets the Orioles have won eight of their last ten games and the Mets are pitching this guy named Rick Porcilio, who is absolute garbage. Uh, he has given up a ton of runs. He, it's not very good. He's just not very good. I don't know why the Mets keep throwing him out there. Going to make him pay. Going to bet the Orioles against him. Getting a little creative with some of these picks. Uh, the San Diego Padres have a prop bet that they score more than four runs tonight. They scored 14 runs last night. One, uh, four of those runs were a grand slam. Uh, if you guys have kept up with baseball, Padres are now called the Slam Diego Padres. They fit, uh, they went on a stretch where they hit a grand slam in like three straight games, which is just unbelievable. They're the hottest uh, hitting team in the league right now. I think four runs is an easy grab there. Uh, The Dodgers and Diamondbacks total score is over nine. I'm going to go with the over there. I stayed up all night last night and watched the game. Dodgers won 10 to nine. And for this game to hit the over, they only need nine total. Both teams hit that individually. Uh, the Cubs and Reds, I'm thinking about this pick here. The over-under for that game is six and a half. And the reason being is because you Darvish from the Cubs is lighting it up. He is uh, seven and one as a starter, only giving up one or two runs a game. And Trevor Bauer takes them out for the Reds. So expect a very low scoring game there. I think I have to take that one. Uh, to get a little more creative, I've gone with a player prop. Uh, Fred Van Fleet has been the heart and soul of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they are facing elimination tonight against the Celtics. Expect him to score more than 19 and a half points. So you need 20 points from Van Fleet. Uh, check the game logs, the previous games, and Van Fleet will get that. So I'm going to take that. And my last pick of the day will be the Chicago White Sox as they take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, the Pirates are the worst team in baseball, and the Pirates beat the White Sox yesterday. I don't expect that to happen again tonight, so I'm going to back the White Sox. So, a uh, very big podcast here today. I uh, thought I needed to come out with a bang, have a good one. It's been a couple weeks since I even had one. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys take some picks. And uh, until next time, this has been High Rolling Bets. <laughs>